A frightening look inside Nazi Germany and Hitler's plan to destroy the Jewish people. An eyewitness tells her story of horror, death, survival, and ultimately hope and healing when she found her Messiah on Jewish Voice. Hello and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. While it's impossible to imagine what it must have been like to live through the horrors of the Holocaust, to be a Jew in a world of hate as anti-Semitism spread like a cancer through Europe. In the end, six million Jews perished simply because they were Jews. Six million Jews. Two-thirds of the entire population of Europe perished. Today's guest lived through that horror. She was just a little girl, 10 years old, when the war began. Abandoned by her father, she and her Jewish mother were left to fend for themselves. Today, she's here to share her miraculous story of survival and divine intervention. Also joining her on the program, a mutual friend of ours who believes Anita's message should be a warning to us. She sees some of the same conditions here in America today that Anita experienced in Nazi Germany. She's the host of Understanding the Times radio show and an expert on current news and how it relates to end time prophecy. Please welcome to the program Anita Dittman and Jan Markell. Anita, Jan, I want to I want to welcome you. It's so good to have you, you here. Sir. Thank you. You've traveled all this way, 87 years young. You look you look terrific, wow, Anita. Thank you. And Jan, welcome back. Yeah. You know it's been way too long. Glad, thank, I, thank I you. I want people watching to know how far back you go. Well. Please. With this ministry, though, you were involved with the ministry long before I ever came here with Lewis and Kira Kaplan. I knew them well in the early 80s, or at least I sure knew Kira very well in the early 80s. And uh, we met um, at Messiah 82, and she did some filming, and yeah, it was great to, to know them. Interesting that Lewis Kaplan started Jewish Voice three months before the Six-Day War broke out, mm -hmm. incorporated the minister. Isn't that amazing? It is. That God told him, start this ministry to reach Jewish people mm -hmm. just months before the Six-Day War and the restoration of Jerusalem. Oh, what an epic war that wow. was, the meaning was behind it. Incredible fulfillment of Bible prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. Jan, you see many parallels between what happened in Nazi Germany with the rise to power of Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, and what's happening right here in America today. I, th I think that's pretty frightening. Well, we do need to remember, um, you know, God is in control, and as we see our times just going off the chart with um, some terrible, terrible events that are going on, I think that just to paint a, a real quick historical picture, and this applies to Anita's story too, is, a, is what was happening in Germany at the time. And this would go back to right after the First World War. Germany was left in complete chaos, financially, economically, in every way in chaos. And that was sort of the breeding ground for Adolf Hitler. And when he came along in the early 1930s, what he did was he said uh, to the people, if you'll allow me, almost in a sense, to be a god, 
and at the same time, if you'll let the whole government here become God, we will resurrect the glory of Germany before World War I. And so the people were willing to engage in trade-offs throughout the 30s and 40s. And then that's when Anita and her story comes into the picture. But there was these things happened before World War II. And uh, the collapse of Germany in World War I is extremely important for us to understand how World War II and Germany played the role there. I think people look back and say, how is it possible that a civilized, educated yes. culture mm -hmm. could have allowed this? But you're right, there was a vacuum, yeah. and, and people were jobless. Exactly. People were hungry, and they were I looking for a savior. Yeah. And the enemy provided exactly. one. It was unfortunately a false one. Now, Anita, you survived probably the darkest period in Jewish history. You were just a young girl in Germany when Hitler came to power. Talk about that. Five and a half years old. <coughs> yeah. And my mother shared a lot of things with me early in life so that I would understand what's happening. And she told my older sister and me, be very careful. I even had to be careful what I would say to my father. He married a Jew. He had a Jewish daughter. And he wasn't going to be any part of this, two, right? Two daughters. Two Jewish daughters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was too inconvenient. He had a very prestigious job. And he started to side with the Nazis. And it, he didn't want to be bothered by being married to a Jew. Now, you were very young, five and a half, when all this started to happen. Mm -hmm. But as you got older, you became a believer as a young girl. And the Lord walked you through yes. oh, yeah. this horror. Yes. You survived. Yes. Because the Lord carried you through yes, this, yes. right? Yeah. In 1938, my, our pastor that we became acquainted with. How old were you when you became a, uh, when you got saved? Uh, about well, I, before I met the pastor, I was about seven years old. Between seven, seven years and old. Yeah. yeah. And so you didn't come to faith in the the labor camps. Oh, you no. had a relationship already, already with the Lord. Yeah. In fact. And, when it happened one Sunday and I came home and I wanted to share it with my mother and my sister what, had, what I had experienced, ah, oh, well, they laughed at me, you know, a little kid. They will bow to anything. But at seven, you knew. Yeah, you knew I the knew. truth. Yeah. And, and I give my mother a lot of credit that she allowed me to go to church with my playmates that lived upstairs. And uh, I eagerly learned all of it. We also, interesting enough, Hitler still permitted in grade school for a religion to be taught. Later on, no. Believe it or not, the church in Germany was okay with government becoming God in Germany. Not all of them, but many were okay with government becoming God. And as a result, one of the things that Hitler allowed, encouraged into the Nazi church, into the church of Germany, uh, was mysticism. Now, you know, maybe say, somebody are saying, what is mysticism? Today, it would be things such as Christian yoga, contemplative prayer, walking the labyrinth, because Hitler knew that would corrupt the church, the solid church, or any church in Germany that would weaken it so badly. And then the church wanted to be popular back then. It didn't want to get into political issues back then. Um, so, you know, we've got the same thing going on. So we have an ostrich bury our head in the sand yeah. mm -hmm. and just go with it and don't go make with trouble. The flow. Don't, don't make any Follow trouble. Follow the powers that be. Let the picture of Hitler be put up there. 
take the cross down. Not all churches. Hers, hers didn't do that. You but, didn't put up Hitler's picture in the church either. Well, you had an outstanding man of God yeah. as a pastor, yeah. for sure. But again, sadly, the minority, the Absolutely. few. Absolutely. But we've got to learn from history, yeah, don't we? We have we've got to, to learn from history We're that the church it. cannot be silent. The church cannot be silent. It's, it's just wrong. Yep. Back after this. Your gift of support for the work of Jewish Voice today will make you a key part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. But our medical teams provide more than just physical care and comfort. This care opens the door for us to share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their true Messiah. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic. We go with a powerful sense of urgency because we know that time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable, especially infants and toddlers, and that without our help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham will die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. The question is, how many can we help? The answer lies in part with you. These lovely people have been practicing Jewish traditions for centuries and desperately desire to one day go to Israel. Will you help save and transform the lives of precious people by sharing your most generous gift today? As our special thank you, when you share a gift of any size right now, we will send you the DVD account of Anita Dittman's remarkable story, Trapped in Hitler's Hell. You'll also receive the eye-opening DVD by today's guest, Jan Merkel, titled, When Government Becomes God, What History Teaches Us. These startling videos will not only help you understand current trends shaping our culture, they'll help you prepare for the future. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $135 or more today, we'll send you the gifts just mentioned, plus three additional powerful resources to enrich your life and deepen your faith. These include the companion book to Trapped in Hitler's Hell, and to beautify your home, a pair of Jerusalem Globe candle holders and a faithful replica of an oil lamp used in biblical times. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share an urgently needed gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. A frightening look inside Nazi Germany and Hitler's plan to destroy the Jewish people. An eyewitness tells her story of horror, death, survival, and ultimately hope and healing when she found her Messiah on Jewish Voice. I'm back with host of the well-known radio show, Understanding the Times, Jan Markell. And with her is Anita Dittman, who miraculously survived the horrors of a concentration camp sustained through her relationship with her Messiah, Jesus. Anita, you really are a walking miracle. 87 years young, you came across the country to tell your story. It really is a story of miracles, and I'm so glad it's captured on DVD. But tell us some of the miracles. The thing is, you survived. You went through the 
probably the darkest hour mm -hmm. in the history of the Jewish people. You lived through this. Mm -hmm. You were in a labor camp. Your father abandoned you. But Jesus walked with you through Amen. this. You knew him. Yep. You trusted in him. You made it through. Talk about the miracle of survival and some of the things I you I found you a very interesting little quotation in my daily devotional a little while ago that said, um, safety is not the absence of danger, but the presence of God. Mm. And that is amen. And I can say this because I have encountered the most devastating moments. And I want to talk about, I was in a camp. God miraculously helped five of us girls to escape from the camp. And I escaped with a blood poisoning in my leg I had, there was no medical attention, nothing. I couldn't even let the Nazis know that there was any wrong because they said, if you have anything wrong with you, you're not fit to work, we're going to either kill you on the spot or club you to death. And, and you saw that the, happening all around you, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, and so even though we knew that when our work was completed that we'd be shipped to Auschwitz, finally I ended up in a hospital. They were overworked, understaffed, and so the doctor couldn't see me right away, so after about a week, when the infection got so bad that my fever rose to um, 105. Um, a doctor came, a young lady doctor, and she saw that. She said, we got to cut holes in your uh, foot because there is no antibiotic. So here I was at the mercy of a Nazi nurse. It she didn't know you were Jewish, by the way. Exactly. She was offering you medical care because yeah, yeah. she thought and you I were looked, Aryan. I looked so Aryan. Yeah. And uh, she... Uh, she had to give me the anesthesia of ether, and when you are under ether, sometimes you speak from your subconsciousness. I heard the nurse say to the doctor, "Why did that little girl ever talk a lot?" And I thought, mm. and I found out right away because her kindness changed into brutal, sadistic pleasure, wanting to kill me. She did it in such a clever way, and uh, as a result of what she did, withholding sanitation from me. Well, then uh, they cut more of an incision. They made this a little deeper, dug a passage underneath. The only way they could do it, put tubes in each end. And my girlfriend came and she said to me one day, unwrap your bandage. And she said, Anita, it's horrible. How could God permit this? I said to her, don't blame God. People did this. Secondly, I still have my leg. And I said to her, I have a feeling that some days these wounds are going to be my protection. Well, no sooner than I said, I didn't know what lay ahead. When the Russians came in one day and everybody had to be taken into the air raid shelter, uh, I shared my bed with three other people. And at one, the Russians came in, they started raping. And at one point, two Russian soldiers pulled me from my cot, threw me on a mattress right in front of everybody to look at in the air raid shelter. There were men, women, everything. And they were ripping off my clothes, and when they saw that stained bandage, they thought maybe I was faking. And he, they ordered a student nurse to come over, a young nurse, to unwrap it. And lo and behold, when she unwrapped the last bit of the bandage, pus squirted out like a geyser of the tube. And I grossed these guys out so bad that they took off and ran. And how did I know that, that this might happen? Saying that to my friend, God put this into my heart. You know, he was going to be there with me. 
I prayed the night before that fourth surgery. I said, Lord, help me. Please protect me and protect my, my, my leg. Because without one leg, it would have been hard to go find my mother. But what was wow. the most amazing thing was that when I was barely able to um, move my leg and walk into the outer uh, part of the, the air raid shelter, the, they temporarily, I think the Russians were held back a little bit. There was a pause in fighting. And uh, I saw a figure sitting on a, on a mattress in the corner of the air raid shelter, there on the outside of the air raid shelter. And I had a, just a little candle, and in the light of the candle, I saw a woman sobbing profusely. And I knew it was that nurse. And I knew God sent me out there to comfort her, but I couldn't. I needed the Lord to help me because in within me was hostility, anger, hurt. And I knew that God was not very pleased to me. And I begged him, I said, forgive me for my rotten attitude. Put your, uh, your um, spirit of love into my heart. Only then can I help her. And he did that. And only then was I able to kneel beside her, put my arm around her, and she sobbed on my shoulder, and she said, I, and she let me know that she had been raped many times. I cried with her because I realized what I was spared from, but I didn't feel triumphant. You know, ha, ah, look what happened to you, you know, no. I wept with her, and all of a sudden, she looked at me, she said, how can you comfort me? Don't you realize I tried to kill you? I said, yes, I know. But I said, for Christ's sake, I forgive you. It was with me every step of the way. I encountered the most horrible situations and uh, along the way, but God was always with me. And he always pulled me out of the worst situation. But finally, I'm not going to tell you the end of it. I want you to read the book. <laughs> What an amazing, miraculous story. Ladies, we are out of time, but we're, this is not finished. We have so much more to talk about. There is much, much more of Anita's story to share. In the meantime, I really want to encourage you to get yourself a copy of the DVD, Trapped in Hitler's Hell. It's a miraculous testimony of how Anita survived the Holocaust. Along with that, there's something else you need to have, and that is a DVD that Jan Markell created called When Government Becomes God, What History Teaches Us. We need to learn from history both give chilling insights on the similarities between the U.S., what's happening here in our country, and what happened in Nazi Germany. So I really encourage you to get these important resources. Next, is it possible that members of one of the lost tribes of Israel have survived and are actually living today in Ethiopia? Well, I believe the answer is yes, and they need your help back after this. Your gift of support for the work of Jewish Voice today will make you a key part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. But our medical teams provide more than just physical care and comfort. This care opens the door for us to share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their true Messiah. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic 
We go with a powerful sense of urgency because we know that time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable, especially infants and toddlers, and that without our help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham will die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. The question is, how many can we help? The answer lies in part with you. These lovely people have been practicing Jewish traditions for centuries and desperately desire to one day go to Israel. Will you help save and transform the lives of precious people by sharing your most generous gift today? As our special thank you, when you share a gift of any size right now, we will send you the DVD account of Anita Dittman's remarkable story, Trapped in Hitler's Hell. You'll also receive the eye-opening DVD by today's guest, Jan Merkel, titled, When Government Becomes God, What History Teaches Us. These startling videos will not only help you understand current trends shaping our culture, they'll help you prepare for the future. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $135 or more today, we'll send you the gifts just mentioned, plus three additional powerful resources to enrich your life and deepen your faith. These include the companion book to Trapped in Hitler's Hell and to Beautify Your Home, a pair of Jerusalem Globe candle holders and a faithful replica of an oil lamp used in biblical times. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share an urgently needed gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. One Jewish community that many of you have helped us reach out to is the Beta Israel, the House of Israel in Ethiopia. These are Ethiopian Jews who are the poorest of the poor. Jewish Voice now holds three outreaches there every year to provide medical care, dental care, eye care, all completely free of charge. But most importantly, we tell them about Yeshua. Here's a close look at the Beta Israel, the House of Israel in Gondar, Ethiopia. When you look outside of the clinic at the masses of humanity, thousands of people waiting to get in, it truly is about helping a multitude. But for our volunteers, it's that one life that uh, was transformed that touched their heart. This is the life of Wakai Getty. Today, she's making the difficult journey over the hilly and dusty roads of Gondar, dodging cars, goat herds, and crowds of people. A hike that will take her an hour and a half on blistered feet. But she's heard about the clinic, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to get the medical attention she desperately needs, having endured abdominal pain brought on by complications during pregnancy. This will be the very first time she sees a physician. Dr. Lawrence is an emergency room doctor from Dallas. He wants to check her heart and lung functions to assess her overall health. Now treating her for her pain, but uh, she's gonna need to go to the GYN for a continued workout. Dr. Fajardo from Columbia is a specialist at the clinic and was able to give her an ultrasound on site to aid in her diagnosis. It's the very first medical treatment of such she has ever received and she is most likely unaware of the important role it plays in her health care. Hearing the good news of Yeshua 
The spiritual counseling she receives is perhaps the first time she is told that while she has been abandoned, she is not forgotten or alone, that God sees her plight and is reaching out to her even this very day through these volunteers acting as the hands and his feet of Yeshua. These are people that desperately need your help. We'd love to have you join us on one of our next medical outreaches. To volunteer, you can email us at outreach at jvmi.org. Again, that's outreach at jvmi.org. Our mandate at Jewish Voice is to go anywhere in the world where there's Jewish people open to the gospel, and it takes volunteers. This is absolutely critical to these outreaches, and I promise you this, if you come on an outreach, God will use you, and in the midst of using you, He will change you as well. We need you to say, Hineni, here am I, send me. I think when you see the need, um, when you take care of some of these people who are so poor and so appreciative and really so very sick, and really coming and doing some of these trips is what helps me keep going during the year when I'm doing my regular practice. I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. Be an important part of God at work in these last days. We need volunteers urgently for this outreach. Say yes to being God's hands and feet. Please answer the call. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now, one way that we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, dental care, eye care, all completely free of charge, but most importantly, the gospel. And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. Now, as our way of saying thank you, I want to send you Anita Dittman's DVD. It's a fascinating story called Trapped in Hitler's Hell. This is a miraculous testimony of survival and how a young girl walks with her savior through unimaginable circumstances. It's going to encourage you. I'm also pairing this with a DVD done by Jan Markell called When Government Becomes God, what history teaches us. Listen, folks, we need to learn from history or we'll make the same mistakes again and again. And remember, your gift is going to be used to help some of the most impoverished 
and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish voice. Well, as I leave you today, I want to remind you, as I do on every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says they shall prosper that love thee. Israel needs your prayers today more than ever. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.